Once again, to Goonies World, I am Meanie, also known as Ryan, and joining me as always wouldn't be the Goonies World without him, Goonie, also known as Colin. Hello, chappy. <laughs> as well as Shawnee Pharaoh. I almost said Sean first, also known as Sean. Well, sometimes people call me Shawnee Pharaoh. <laughs> That's yes. true. Yes, and we're back tonight with our final installment of our Rice's flavored. Pendragon game, or Pendrysis, as we've jokingly called it amongst ourselves a few times. Uh, and the last time we played in Arthurian Britain, our heroes, Lancelot du Lac and Mador de la Porte, came to the kingdom of Dumnonia, seeking a virgin to defeat the Avanc, a terrible monster. They came here looking for the virgin on the advice of Merlin, the wizard, who said the princess of Domnonia was the most virtuous lady in all of Britain. And find her you did, but you had to rescue her from a giant who had imprisoned her in his magical cloud castle. But now you've got her, and you must face the long journey back to Uffington, because Merlin transported you here on the breath of the dragon. But... You'll apparently have to take the long way home, and hopefully the princess is as virtuous as Merlin says she is, and you will be able to defeat the Avanc for your good lord, King Arthur. But on the way down from the mountain, you know, the princess was wounded a little bit during the rescue when the cage she was in fell from a great height uh, <laughs> and smashed the giant's head. Uh, and if you remember, you met her mother as well, if you recall, outside, you know, down at the bottom of the castle, at the ruins of the castle of Domnonia, which had been smashed. Yeah. But as uh, you guys are... Who, who's she riding with? Uh, who, who's she riding on the... On whose horse is the princess of Domnonia riding? Um, I don't want any temptations. She, be- she better ride with you. That is precisely what I was thinking. Uh, I was afraid if she ride with you, uh, she did uh, just being that close to you would Mm -hmm. would, she get pregnant? (laughs) Yes, she would. uh, Her virtue would be uh, uh, compromised by your musk. (laughs) Well, musk, no musk. Uh, She has not been very happy though on the ride down the mountain. She's like, "Well, I do say you made rather a mess of that rescue, didn't you?" What are you talking about? It was no mess. Uh, it was perfect. Uh, uh, well, you know, mostly. Perfect. Uh, I'm wounded. We killed... Well, a terrible, uh, yes. a terrible bump on my forehead, and my joints are all out of whack. I say, I hope next time I'm captured, I can be rescued by some proper knights. Proper knights? Who do you think you're talking to? On oh, my most proper knight there is. Oh, Really? And just who do you think you are, then? Neither of you have introduced yourselves properly to me. I am royalty, and I demand to be treated as such. 
Uh, je suis uh, Maître Delporte. Ah, uh, yes, from over the water, I see. And what of you, musky knight? Uh, <laughs> oh, just, uh, just somebody we might have heard of. Lance a fucking lot. Lance a fucking lot. Well, I have heard a fucking lot about you, and none of us are very good. And, oh, wait, turn, turn left here, and we need to go by the castle and, and get my mother, the ruins of the castle anyway. Now, why is it that you need... Um, Did you just rescue me out of the... Wait a second. Yes. We're not rescuing your mother. She's not coming with oh, us. Oh, yes, she is. She most certainly is. And you don't need to rescue her from anything except the ruins of the castle. I'm, I hope that she's got my things together. Now, listen, why did you rescue me anyway? I mean, I... Not that I mind being rescued, although I would have rather been rescued in far more chivalric fashion rather than being bashed about and dropped from a great height. But just what do you need me for anyway? I hope you don't think that I'm going to swoon and marry one of you out of gratitude. <laughs> no. Um, well, Merlin said uh, Merlin? that you... Oh, I wouldn't be... That's a that dirty old codger. I wouldn't... I wouldn't put in... I, it, no strange story would surprise me now that I know he's involved. He's nothing but trouble. <laughs> so you're saying he's a liar and whatever he says is untrue. He, he says you're virtuous. Well, of course I'm virtuous. I'm the most virtuous lady in all of Britain. <laughs> but uh, if he's not to be trusted, then uh, maybe he was wrong about you. Well, maybe he is and maybe he isn't. But did you seek the virtuous, most virtuous lady in all of Britain for any particular reason? Or is it just something you do for fun and exercise? <laughs> well, uh, over in Huffington, uh, there's a uh, uh, monster in the water. But uh, you, we're going to have you uh, sing it uh, songs that will put it to sleep. Uh, Why would I want to? If you are as virtuous as you say. Oh, I think I see where you're, what you're getting at. You believe that I'm a maid, is that correct? <laughs> a virgin? Okay. No. A virgin, uh, we was told, but uh, I don't know what else has to be present. Uh, I think it's just that. You, you sing. Well. And your purity uh, soothes this avonk creature to sleep, I and see. then we slay it. Well, I am absolutely pure in every way, but I don't think I feel like singing to a monster. No, thank you. I demand to be taken immediately to King Arthur's court. Um, uh, Freud, I don't think we can do that. I mean, he's the one that sent us. Uh, he's not going to like that. And, um, oh, wait. We've kind of... Do you... I mean, people might be getting eaten while we're you know, waiting around and all that. Do you mean to say that Arthur himself has requested this of me? That's right, yeah. King Arthur. Hmm. Uh, well, uh, not directly. I mean, he tas tasked us with uh, slaying the Avonk, but we need your help. Oh, I see. Well. I, I don't know if he knew, but uh, maybe he did. I don't remember. It's been too long. Well. I don't think I would be willing to sing to just any old monster for the likes of you. But for King Arthur, of course. I feel very sorry for him. I feel ever so sorry for him. Everyone in the land knows about you, Lancelot, his best friend who cuckolded him. Yeah, you know, uh, 
Well, it was just, uh, you know, she wanted it, and uh, I was helpless. I couldn't do nothing. She's the queen. Well, I very much doubt that you couldn't help it. I believe that your brutish manners, probably you probably forced yourself upon her. That's my guess. Nah, that's not my style. Well, I certainly hope you don't think you're going to force yourself onto me, because then you won't have a virgin to sing for your monster, will you? That's right, and I don't think I want to anyways. You're not my type, and that's saying something, because uh, uh, most girls with uh, a fanny are my type. I was going to say, I thought every everything with two legs uh, was uh, your type. Uh. Well, you've got a fanny, haven't you? Of course I do. Now, speaking of two legs, Sir Delaporte, I wish you would ride more smoothly. You're chafing my fanny on the back of your saddle as we speak. Please, Uh-oh. please ride properly. She's going to lose her virginity if you don't ride slower. Well, uh, it's, uh, sorry, I will slow down to a trot. Well, you guys uh, go back to the ruins of uh, Castle Dumnonia where you had seen uh, the princess's mother, and she collects her, and she's waiting for you, and she goes, Now, look, look here, says the mother. I found all the things for my darling little princess, and we must get them back. We simply must get them back. And you look down, there's like two or three big chests, and, uh, you know, there's there's no way you're going to be able to carry all this stuff on your horse. Now, very well. I demand that you build a wagon, says the princess, and transport my goods back to Camelot. Hey, hey, hey. Not a chance. Uh, excuse me. I am a princess, and I will be treated as such. Now, you will get down off your horse this very instant and build me a wagon. Yes, you'll build my daughter a wagon, says her mother. Uh, do oh. you know how to build a wagon, uh, Monsieur Delag? I don't know how to build a wagon, but I wouldn't build a wagon. I don't take orders from anyone, <gasps> except for King Arthur, that's all. Well, King... And not from any so-called princesses. Uh, so-called? I assure you, my daughter is a princess and one of the highest honor. Yes, I am a princess, and I can guarantee you that King Arthur is going to hear about your crude treatment of me. And I don't think he's going to be very happy. Uh, well, he's my best mate, so, uh, you know, it doesn't bother me. Well, if you're his best mate, I'd hate to see what his enemies are like. He doesn't have any enemies, I'll slay them all. Hmm. Hmm. Well, it's just more of this for for the next couple hours of, of riding, and I imagine by that time you... You really don't like the idea of... Because of, it could be many weeks' journey home, you know, in the company of this very, very bossy princess and her mother, who is only slightly better. And, uh, of course, um, you know, they give up on the idea of the wagon uh, after a while, but, uh, Lance, you will have to ride with the mother uh, behind mm-hmm. you. Yeah. And, uh, obviously, she's not a virgin, you know. She's, she's a little in the G Milfy side of things, so I don't know if Lancelot swings that old, but uh, but it gets really old after a while. Now you remember that Merlin sent you here by casting a spell, and I don't know if you can actually remember the words of the spell, but if you can, and I mean in real life, <laughs> if you want to try to remember the words of the spell to try to cast it yourselves to go home on the breath of the dragon very quickly, you could certainly try to do that. Although I very much doubt that either of you are capable of remembering anything. 
Well, it was so long ago. I don't, uh, I don't remember, um, and I did not make a point of writing it down because I did not think I had the magic in me. Well, I doubt it you do. Was s- some type of rhyme, um, something like, um, I don't want a wagon. I want the breath of a dragon. Let's go. Uh, well, I'm paraphrasing. <laughs> well, nothing's happening, so obviously you've got it wrong, which is not surprising at all. When I think of the indignities that I will suffer on this journey. It just makes me very, very cross, indeed. And, Sir Delaporte, I told you to ride smoother, ride better, be a better knight. It's most annoying. I'm doing my best, I am Well, your sorry, best is uh, not good enough. Uh... So, uh, Monsieur Dulac, um, how, uh, how important, uh, do you think it is that we actually defeat the Avanc instead of, uh, just dumping these bitches, uh, <laughs> in a ditch somewhere and <laughs> leaving? Oh, I think, I thought a lot about that. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I've already shagged his wife. I can't, I can't really, uh, you know, let him down on this one. I think we've got to defeat the monster. And, um... I mean, we only need the virgin for that, though. This this mother... Maybe we could, uh, use the... Um... We could... Uh, we could, you know, use the, um... The mother as a negotiation, you know, threaten her. Threaten so that the... The princess would be quiet and shut up. A princess. Yes, what is it you want? And please, do not refer to me as, Hey, princess. You will call me your royal highness. Yes, okay. Uh, But, um, do you have any brothers or sisters? I do not. I'm the only child. Yes, she's... Oh. Spoiled. (laughs) (laughs) What do you say? (laughs) I asked her if she wanted some. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, I'm reminded of an old Electrophonic Foundation song, the lyrics of which went, Daughters, lock up your mothers, unless you want some new sisters and brothers. Sisters and brothers, yeah. yeah. That one's for you, Scott, if you're listening. But uh, I certainly do not want any extra brothers and sisters. Oh, I'm very flattered, it's good tonight, but I'm far past marriageable age. I'm far past child, childbearing age. I've already been through the change of life, you see, says her mother. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Monsieur Delac, I tried. <laughs> well, all right, uh, you tried. Um, I guess I can give it a go. Um, she's, you know, you better hold on tight. Uh, we're going to uh, get uh, into a rough patch here. I'm going to... I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to get a... Get a get juices flowing first. And I'm gonna. He's gonna make his horse <laughs> jump up. I don't know. <laughs> Just <laughs> stupid. Like make make her make it. You know, make the horse kind of start prance, prance uh, a lot. Prancing. Prance you know, a lot. Pr- he is prancing yeah. a lot. So, um, 
Okay. Yeah. Woo! Woo! Get some bump, bumping and grinding going oh, on. Oh my! Oh my! Oh, that tickles! Oh! Oh my! Oh my! Will you stop? Like my that. mother's going to fall off the back of that horse if you're not careful, Sir yeah. Delaporte. I demand that you yeah. make your friend Lancelot stop this very instant. Uh, Can't stop. I'm sorry. It's the horse. Oh, it's so ticklish. Oh, Lance. <laughs> but hold on tight here. Let me take your hands. You've got to hold on whoa, around whoa, here. Whoa. Down here. Oh, oh my. know <laughs> 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 it's really dumb. Okay, well, after, after an afternoon of this sort of uh, riding, um, by the end of the day, you could see... Uh, up ahead of you, uh, you're, you're entering the coastal plains of Escavalon, where these pine forests march down to the sea. And uh, the sun, of course, is setting and it's casting red light all over thing and all over everything. And this forest seems very primordial and very magical. And as you enter the edges of it, you just feel certain you can see fairies flitting about in the distance. Or are those fireflies? It's hard to say. But, uh, eventually... Are we going to ride all day, or are you going to find a tavern or something and stop? Mother, there are no taverns here in this wilderness. I'm afraid we'll have to camp with these boorish louts. Oh, my, well... I suppose I should sleep rather close to Lancelot, though, just in case there should be a monster in the woods. I wouldn't want to get attacked by a monster in the night, slipping in through our defenses. Oh, Mother... Uh That's right. You better stay close to me. Very well. Sir Delaporte, I demand that you stop this instant and build me a campfire. And then I want you to boil me some water. And then I want you to hunt me a rabbit. And then I want you to skin the rabbit. And then I want you to cook the rabbit. And then I want you to make me a bed of pine needles. And then I shall go to sleep. Chop, chop. Uh, okay, so, uh, I'm gonna go, uh, hunt that rabbit, uh, real quick, uh, uh, I'll, uh, I'll, wait, uh, I, what? Uh, uh, I think I know what you're trying to do. You're just gonna leave and never come back. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, let, oh, Monsieur Delac, please don't leave me with these two women. Come back, right? Get your rabbit and come back. Uh, but of course, of course, I will, I will get this rabbit and I uh, will be right back uh, as soon as I have, as soon as I have a dinner. Okay. All right. So you go off by yourself. Uh, do, you, do you go back? Do you all do you go off mounted or do you uh, leave your horse here at the campsite and go off uh, on foot? Uh, I think he would probably uh, leave the horse because that would, you know, make. More noise that's and true. stuff, and probably, probably take off his armor too. Okay, okay. Clanking all that's around. That's true. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. And uh, are you really intending to hunt a rabbit? I'm going to do something, um, but it, really, what he's intending to do is just be alone, <laughs> away from this right. crazy woman. For a well, while. we're going to come back to you in a minute. You walk, you walk off into the woods, and then um, <clears throat> uh, the princess says, "Now, I think I can hear a bubbling brook." I am going to go bathe, and I demand absolute privacy. So, Lance, you wait here with my mother, and I'll be back in about a quarter of an hour. And she stomps off into the bush. Well, I suppose that just... No argument from me. I suppose that just leaves uh, you and I, Lancelot. (laughs) 
That's right. Um, so, have you, uh, I suppose in your travels you've, you've met many beautiful women. Oh yeah, I've uh, had so many women, just all, just all the time, just hmm. so many fannies. I suppose that means you're rather experienced. <laughs> Oh yeah, you could say that. Mm. Uh, yeah, I can. I can teach you things. No, no, sir, please. <laughs> oh my, I. Now, I'm afraid I'm not quite nearly as experienced as you are. You see, I've all been a very. I was a very uh, loyal wife and a very demure woman, and I was, of course, a virgin until I married the good king of Dumnonia, who, of course, was unfortunately dashed against the rocks by that terrible giant, and uh, and in all those years, I have only. I've only been with him, and of course we had one child, and we made love once. So, yes, it's, uh, it's been a very, 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 very long time. Say, I noticed that your friend there, Sir Delaporta, took off his armor to go off into the woods. Don't aren't you getting a little? Aren't you getting some saddle sores wearing that armor, Sir Lancelot? Uh, I guess I could uh, take off. Uh Part of it, part of you know the important part. <laughs> I, 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 I know that uh, my daughter can be very trying, and sometimes I lapse into. Uh, I must defend her, of course, when she's present. But uh, I suppose that if I were to give you a, a massage, would that would that please you? Uh, oh, I'm very, I'm feeling very tight. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm mean, feeling rather tight myself. Uh, I don't, I don't know about a massage. How about a good fucking, fucking, right in the in the fanny? Oh, sir! <laughs> oh, the snug road, as they say. <laughs> Haven't you ever heard that riddle? <laughs> well, you're just a very hard shagging. Uh, we can just leave out all that other massage business and. And all this stuff. Just get right down to okay, it. Okay, I'm going to need you... I'll give you a good shot. I'm going to need you to make a challenging whoremongering role. I believe whoremongering is one of the cliches that you gave yourself. And this is challenging yes. because this lady is, you know, she's a handsome woman. She's well past her prime and and is moisture challenged and, and a great many other problems. Uh, well... Uh, alright, well, my, that's gonna be difficult because, uh, I only have one die in that. Well, then you, and I recommend uh, that you, uh, pump your die a little bit, and, uh, oh, yeah. you can roll, uh, you can roll double your amount of dice, it'll just go down by one afterwards. <laughs> so I would pump up, and then you might be slightly flaccid afterwards. Okay. So... I just add another. Yep, you just die. add another die. You double whatever your your stat is. You're pumping your cliche. Pump it. Yes, pump it, Lancelot. Pump it. Pump that cliche. <laughs> just give me. Just give me one minute to pump, and then I'll be ready. Okay. <laughs> you know what's going to happen if you don't get the the ten. Oh, it's a ten. Yeah, it's challenging. It was a challenging mm. one. Nine. Oh. Well, I, so I, 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 it, it must be me. I'm, I'm sorry. Don't worry. I've been, I'm told this happens to lots of men. No. Of 
course it's you. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> no, I've never been so ashamed. Uh, I've never been so ashamed. No, it's, it's just I'm not drunk, you know? I'm used to being drunk. Oh, really? Well, I... Maybe... I mean, you don't happen to have any, uh... Anything alcohol? Oh, no, 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 I don't. But And then suddenly there's some um, scuffling in the underbrush. It's been about a quarter hour, and uh, the princess comes back and does not look pleased. Meanwhile, uh, Sir Delaporte, you had gone off into the woods to be by yourself uh, earlier, and you're just enjoying some peace and quiet away from the women. And uh, Yeah, and, you know, intending to do some hunting and stuff yeah. as well, but... But uh, I, I imagine just for now, I guess, peace and quiet. And I, I, I can almost imagine you sitting down on a moss-covered log, you know, and just taking a deep breath. And suddenly you hear a, a voice near you, though. Shh! And you look over, and there's an old man. He's wearing armor, but it's like from, you know, two generations back, you know. It's like a bullet-style helmet and chain mail. And he goes, Don't make too much noise. The beast will hear you. Uh, what beast? <sighs> The questing beast. I've been questing after him for many, many years. So many years, I don't remember. I was a young man when I started my quest. Uh, Yes, King Pelinor, at your service, he says, and he reaches out to shake your hand. Uh, I will shake his hand and say, uh, So, what is this beast you are uh, been questing for? Well, you see, I'm cursed to quest after him, but it's a very strange beast. You see, it has the head and neck of a snake, and the body of a leopard, and the haunches of a lion, and the feet of a deer. Have you seen anything like that? No, I've never seen anything like that uh, before. Oh, drat. I've been hunting him for so long. I Listen, are you going to be traveling through this forest of a scavalong? Well, yes, I think oh, so. very well. Listen, I wonder if you would do me a favor. I have here this hunting horn, and he produces like a, you know, a kind of round, you know, curved style hunting horn. I don't suppose that if you see this beast that you would blow the horn so that I will know and I can come running and kill it? Because I left home 63 years ago, and I would very much like to go home. Uh, well, sure. If I see this um, strange creature, I will blow this horn. Thank you. you. But listen, whatever you do, don't kill it yourself. I know you'll be tempted. I can tell you're a knight of valor. You're probably one of the knights of the round table, aren't you? Uh, yes. Yes, I was invited, of course, but I couldn't go to the round table because, of course, I have this quest. And so, anyway, I know that you'll be tempted to kill the monster, but I must remind you that I have invoked the ancient law of dibs. And I have dibs on the questing beast. So you must not kill it. But you blow the horn and... Well, I would not... Yes. Well, I just... I don't... You know, yeah, of course I would not. Because uh, then what happens to your quest? You it can never end. You can never complete it. Uh, you have to keep questing forever. Ah, That's not fun. I see you are a man with great wisdom and intellect. I appreciate this. Yes. You are rather intelligent after all. I have not heard the same about some of the knights of the round table, you know. Some of them have a rather bad reputation, I'm afraid. Uh, yes, well, um, some of them are, uh, you know, ormongers and uh, things like this. Back in my day, back in my day, young man, uh, we weren't raised on social media and we knew... 
Uh, back in my day, knights were chaste and chivalrous. But now it's all whoremongering and hooliganism. Well, uh, I mean, uh, you know, I, I, I'm still uh, abided by a code of uh, chivalry, but, um, you know, not. Uh, this is not for everybody. No, no, I can tell you, sir. You, sir, embody the ancient ideals of chivalry as laid down by our forefathers. That I respect. That's why I know you will blow that horn for me, and it is a magical horn. I will hear it, and I will come running. If you see that creature, you let me know. Remember, he has the head and neck of a snake, and the body of a leopard, and the haunches of a lion, and the feet of a deer. All right, well, I'm going to go off this way, and, uh... See, if I can't see him over here, I could just swear I saw him creeping around earlier. So you keep your eye out now. Uh, will do, and, uh, you know, bon chance. Yes, 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 yes. Au revoir. Au revoir, <laughs> indeed. And he, uh, he creeps off uh, into the darkness uh, looking for the creature. And... It's really no great thing to uh, hunt a hare or two, and so you could do that without any problem, and uh, I imagine you take your time. But meanwhile, yeah, yes. and, and you start heading back. But meanwhile, uh, the princess has come back from her bath, and uh, she's, of course, squeezed her clothes back on. Uh, her hair's still wet and a little damp. She goes, um, excuse me. Why is the bottom half of your armor off? And what are you doing with my mother? Oh, it's not what it looks like. I was just merely going to give his buttocks a massage due to the long ride. Mother, I'm scandalized. Listen, you. You will keep your filthy hands off my mother. I already said I don't want any sisters and brothers. I will if you stop ordering me around. Or, oh, stop ordering me around. Or what? She says. Or I'm going to uh, make babies and your mom. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, Lance. You're so flattering, but I've told you. I've gone through the change of life already. This is. This is. Um. Oh, thank the saints, says the princess, because just about now, Medora comes back with a, a brace of conies, as it were. And uh, you guys can get a fire going and and cook it up. And now I must insist that you, you two, will sleep far away from the fire, and my mother and I will sleep right near the fire. We don't want you anywhere near us in the evening, do we, mother? Well, I, I, I suppose not. Says the mother. Well, a way's better that we can actually get some sleep. Unless you snore. I don't snore. I do nothing of the sort. I'm surprised you don't snore. How do I know you won't snore? Oh, uh, I don't know. Your father was... A, we'll just have to your find father out. had an incredible snore. Deep and rich and sonorous. I loved it. Lancelot rather reminds me of your father. Oh, mother, I've never heard anything so disgusting in my life. Very well. Now, I demand that you get at least 20 feet away from me instantly. Well, I can't Ew. teleport instantly, uh, but ex I'll aren't you walk at my own pace, actually, 20 feet away. Actually, I'm forgetting something. I demand that you make me a bed of pine needles first. Chop, chop, the both of you, let's go. It's better to just do what mm. she says. 
No, I'm just uh, going to go lay down over here. Oh. I make my own bed? I've never been so insulted in my life. In fact, I refuse to. I'm going to sleep on the bare ground, and then you'll feel bad, won't you, when I catch my death of cold, and I die before I can mm. sing to your monster. Hmm? Does that make you happy? Mm. Yeah, yes, actually. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to die from laying on the ground. You just... I'm surprised you're not queen because you're so much got so much drama. You you just need to uh, pipe down and uh, let us get some sleep. So I can't hear you. Can... I see your mouth moving, but I don't hear you because I don't listen to trash. <laughs> and she rolls over and goes to sleep with her uh, head on her mother's ample belly as a pillow. And, uh, anyway, I imagine you two will get your sleep as well. And you've had a very, very long day. You've, you've flown on the Breath of the Dragon all the way to Dumnonia, and you've gone to a cloud castle and fought a giant and rescued a rather disagreeable princess. And, uh, uh unless you have some other plans for the night. Mm, nope. All right. Not unless I see this monster. Yeah, if you keep an eye out, you don't see the monster anywhere at night. Now, of course, the the path through the forest uh, seemed pretty clear. And when you wake up the next day, um, of course, after the princess's inevitable demands for breakfast and uh, so on and so forth, it takes a long time to get going, but you're eventually on the road again. And as you two are riding along, Again, you think you could, you always keep thinking you see the fairies in the distance, but uh, they're always like little flittering sparks. And every time you get close, of course, you hear these little giggling sounds, and they fly away. But uh, you know the tree trunks are very thick and old; they're completely covered with moss, and the visibility is not great. But the path is clear, and you're not sure who keeps it clear. But walking through or riding through the forest, suddenly up ahead. There's a bit of a rustling sound, and you see this long neck with a serpent-like head stick up over a fallen log about a hundred feet away through the trees. And then the body keeps rising up, and you see the body of a leopard and the haunches of a lion and the feet of a deer. <gasps> it's a terrible monster! Kill it! Says the princess. Uh... No, but I, I, I know just the person for the job. <laughs> Pull out the horn and blow it. All right. Hey, what are you doing? <laughs> Blowing a horn? Well, the second you blow the horn, the creature snaps his head in your direction and it makes a terrible hissing sound and leaps up over the fallen log and charges you guys. And it's coming right... You've just alerted it to coming, us now with you blowing... Coming right for you, Mador. I don't know how what you whether you want to fight it or just try to avoid it, but... Uh, Sounds like, uh, well, you tell me which cliche you'd like to use. If you're trying to avoid it, maybe you're too smart. Was that the name of the cliche? Too smart? Or, uh, <clears throat> but I think I'm just going to use night and attempt to kick my horse into a high-speed gallop and, and, and just keep blowing the horn and riding around, avoiding Okay, go for it. It's trying to get you, and you're trying to avoid it, so it's going to roll some dice. Like most of my monsters, it is annoyingly... Uh, double pumped, uh, and so I, I, I got to count. I got to count lots of dice. 
I got a 21 here. What do you have? And then I'm going to take one of his dice and put it away because he's lost one. I'm being pumped. Well, how does this mechanic work? Because I can't even get a 21 if I roll a 6. Well, if you, uh, you can double your stat, but then you'll automatically lose one afterwards. So it'll just keep... So, so, so I can roll eight dice? Yeah, that's what he just did. But now he only has seven. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. Well, you avoid it, and it keeps uh, milling about. And then when uh, when it, when it can't get any satisfaction from you, it looks frustrated and it turns its snaky head around towards Lancelot. And Lancelot, the questing beast charges you. Oh boy, I have three sixes here. I got a twenty-eight here. Lancelot, and I don't know whether you're trying to kill it or get away from it or what you're trying to do. Well, he would probably try to kill it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I probably s- just ride at it on his horse and swing his sword. Okay. And I guess I will uh, double. Yeah, sometimes you have to. Yeah. So I will be rolling eight dice as well. Uh, I only rolled a 16. Okay, well, Lancelot, he uh, buffets you and bites you and <laughs> shakes a little bit on your arm, and uh, you don't drop your sword or anything or fall off your horse. But, first of all, you lose a dice because you just double-pumped. So one dice is gone automatically, and you lose another one for getting hurt. For, for losing. losing. Yeah. 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 And... Uh, uh, well, you're not much of a knight, are you? I've never been so ashamed in my life watching grown man run away and watching another man being beaten by a... Uh, and then the uh, the creature, which now has even less dice, looks like he tries to take a bite of her. Of course, she's on the back of uh, Mador's horse, but it does its best. And uh, she cries and throws her hands up in the air. This, he didn't roll so great this time. I have only an 11 this time, and... Uh, uh, the princess, of course, will try to defend herself, but has a seven, and he bites her. She cries out. She's already missed one dice, so she's down to two obnoxious princess dice at this point. And uh, who would like to take some form of action? Well, I'm 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 just riding around, avoiding this thing and blowing on the horn. Yes, over and over again. <laughs> well, Lance, what are you doing? I'm just, <clears throat> well, first I'm just going to, like, look at him, like, what the fuck are you doing? You're trying to, there's no one coming. There's no cavalry. Do you want to try to hurt the monster? Uh, and then I will uh, um, try to do something very heroic and charge at it with my horse and then... Leap off, doing a, a flying headbutt. Oh my! Well, that sounds like it's uh, good for a bonus dice. All right. Yeah. And um, 
So, I mean, all the, if I double pump and use a bonus, that's going to be 11 dice that I'm rolling. Well, don't forget the dice you've lost, you know, the first time from double... Well, this is... Are you using a different... This is going to be a different... Oh, this is your hooligan? Yeah. Is this the hooligan? Okay, yeah. cliche. It's the one that includes the, the head Okay. Button. Yeah. Yeah, then you have a good chance. So... All right, so let me give me uh, <laughs> a minute or two here mm-hmm, to roll mm-hmm. 11 dice and add them up. Let's see here. Well, shit. Oh, God. Okay, 34. Okay, well... Good God. Good God. Yeah, 34 versus his 7. And, uh, you know, the, the the monster cries out in terrible pain, uh, but also rage. And immediately tries to counterattack. He has lost another dice. Immediately tries to counterattack Lance. Don't forget to lose a dice from Hooligan for that pump. And, yep. uh... So, uh... You can stay pumped if you like and lose another dice. I don't feel like I want to tell you what I rolled. I, uh... Since you guys are basically fighting at the same time. Yeah. I'll take a chance, take a chance. and just roll right. my remaining dice. Uh, 14. Oh, my. Well, you, you again, uh, were, you, were you headbutting it this time again, or were you hooliganing it? Yeah. Okay. Well, you, you again, like, bam, right in the cranium, in his serpentine cranium. But just saying, I'm coming, wait a moment, just a moment, give us a moment. And uh, then Lance, you and the ladies both see this old man. Uh, up here. It is I, King Pelinore. I invoke dibs. I've got dibs. You young whippersnapper, get away from my beast. He says to Lancelot. And he comes running up with this sword that he can barely lift. Have at you. Have at you. He says to the beast. And they begin getting in a furious fight. Him and the beast. Do you want to stay and watch it or do you want to just go? I think this might be entertaining. <clears throat> See what this old fucker can do? Well, the the beast uh, stomps up and down. The old fucker raises his sword. You know what? They both actually each rolled the exact same thing, so it's kind of an inconsequential fight. They're, they're, uh... I do say you should help this old man. What is wrong with you? Both of you knights, you should be ashamed of yourself. I can't believe... No! Uh, oh! And the fight goes on. And I've got to go by the code of dibs. Well, I, you know what? The old man has got the, the, uh, the beast down once more, and the beast raises up on its, uh, on its lion-like haunches and uh, slashes with its leopard claws at the old man, and the old man swings his sword in a Conan-like figure eight around his head and hits the beast again. And finally, they are both down to the, the wire... And with a final shudder, the beast dies, and the serpentine head flies off, and blood spatters all over all of you as blood sprays the clearing, and the old man falls to his knees. He goes, I've done it. I've done it. But but, but what now? What now? I don't know. I think I did most of it, but I'll let you get credit for it. All right. Oh, Oh, poor creature. Oh, poor creature. He goes over. It's like I've lost an old friend. I never thought it would really come to the end. Oh, look at, look at him. He is, 
He is most distraught. I demand you do something to help his feelings. Immediately, right now. What do you want me to do? Uh, sing and dance? Well, I don't think singing and dancing would help. What's wrong with you? Are you stupid? Why would you sing and dance? He's upset. Gosh, you're... St- well, that'll that make him happy. Uh, oh, my poor, my poor friend. You must help me bury the questing beast. I beg you. What? <clears throat> Why did I you kill it? Now you're sad. I don't understand. In 63 years of my life, a chapter is finished. Oh, wait. I realized. As I was talking to your much more sophisticated friend, uh, Sir Delaporte, last evening, I could not join the round table because I was hunting the beast. Now that the beast is finally dead... I could join the Knights of the Round Table. Will you take me with you? Um, I've, I'm afraid uh, there's an age limit on that. Uh, How absolutely yeah. rude. Not only are you stupid, you are rude, says the princess. Uh, do, you, do you have a horse, monsieur? I have several horses stabled nearby. I'll get them in a jiffy. I'll bring some for the ladies, too. Oh, Thank the saints. I'm tired of... Oh, do you have any uh, beer or anything? I'm, fr- anything? I'm afraid I don't have beer. I drink natural spring water. That's why I've lived to be 117 years old, you see. Oh, fuck off, you twat. Oh, you are so rude. I can't believe it. You're embarrassing me. At least I'll have my own horse and I don't have to ride on the back of this garlicky-smelling Frenchman any longer. Oh, I'd rather, I'm rather going to miss riding with you, Lance, says Mother. Yeah, but, but, but eventually Pelinor comes back, leading, leading two horses, and he's riding one himself. Well, I've got my best cloak on. I must make a good impression for the young king. How's that young whippersnapper yeah. Merlin? Is he still part of the court? <laughs> uh, well, he's, um... He's gone off on his own now. Oh, he's, oh. he's all grown up now. Oh, really? Well, well. Uh, anyway, I suppose we'd best get going. And indeed, you guys have a long journey ahead of you. And a long journey it is. And uh, Pelinor, as, as rude as the princess has been to you, of course, she just thinks he's the most precious, precious old thing in the entire world. And at no point are you treating him with the proper respect in her view. But eventually, mm-hmm. after many long days of travel, you see in the distance the familiar plains of Uffington. And then, on the end of the 17th day, you look up on the hillside in the distance and you see the great white horse of Uffington emblazoned in chalk on the hill and the land of lakes and you see the little village in the lake. And uh, you remember Reynard, the, uh, the village headman who had pissed himself and shown such fear when you fought the Avonk. But uh, when the villagers see you guys coming in the distance on horseback, they all rush out to greet you. And, and Reynard and all the others run out. And, oh, thank all the saints you've returned. Oh, I knew you would. Did you, have you brought the virgin? Yes. 
We've brought her. Yes, it's been a terrible journey, and I would lo- I would like to lodge a formal complaint as soon as we get to Camelot. King Arthur's going to hear about these knights, and oh my, you've got yourself a live one there, haven't you? Yeah, you could say that. Uh, I'm going to need a pint right off, right away. Oh, yes, yes, of course. Pints for Lancelot. Pint. Every come back, come back to the tavern. Have pints for everyone. When it gets dark, we'll go see about that avant. Now that we've got the virgin, come out, boys. Come on out. Yes, I'm afraid that uh, John Cooper is no longer with us, I'm afraid. Um, you see, uh, since you've been gone, the Avonk has killed John Cooper and John Fletcher and John Tanner and John Cryer. And he did a lot of crying, believe me, when, when the Avonk took him. And mm-hmm. so I, I, I do hope that uh, you've really found an actual virgin this time. Oh, I think she is a virgin well, because I don't think anybody would even dare uh, try to get in her panties. Well, I don't know how I'm supposed to sit around in this disgusting hovel drinking this swill. It's absolutely terrible. She's very rude, says Reynard. She is, she is rather disagreeable. I've been... An, I, king Pelinor agrees with you. He keeps calling himself King Pelinor. You're not sure what he's the king of, but the old man. You know, I'm afraid I must agree with you a little bit. I, I don't think Arthur's going to like her very much. Of course... Last time I saw Arthur, uh, he, he was just a wee lad, of course. He had just pulled that sword out of that stone, and uh, I, I suppose he's rather older now. Is he shaving yet? Oh, I think so. Um, hmm, hmm, hmm. Yeah, he's got um, big boy pants and all yeah, that. Yes, I hope he never did marry Leodegrance's daughter. They say that she was a bad one. That, that uh, Guinevere, was that her name? Oh, yeah, Guinevere. Oh, she's... She's fit as fuck. I see, I see. (laughs) Well, time passes throughout the afternoon. The obnoxious princess and her mother go off to take a nap in the nicest house they can find, which they don't even ask to enter. They just commandeer it. And uh, the the rest of the, the Johns of the village stand around outside with, with you and Reynard and night falls I am afraid I won't be much help says Pelinor in fighting the Avonk you see I I have uh, I, I spent all my all my years fighting only one beast and I'm only familiar with its tactics you see uh, so so I, I I'm afraid you're on your own with this one boys well hopefully we're not gonna have to fight it I mean at least uh, not really if we if it falls asleep, then we could just hack it to death, maybe. Oh, yes. We'll see. Very sporting, yes. <laughs> All right, so, uh, what time weeks do we normally, uh, seize this, uh, thing? What, what time, what time did we, uh, did it pop up and kill this last uh, version that was not? Well, it mostly comes at night. Mostly. Mostly. Yes. Well, and, and and you know it's it's gotten to dusk. It's it's dusk at this point. It's been a long day, and uh, you've got your pint on, Lance. And finally, uh, you know the princess is roused, and she comes out very well. Now, where is this troublesome monster? I'll sing to it. We'll have this journey at least partly over with, and I can go talk to Arthur, our good king, about your churlish treatment of me. Never been so humiliated in my life, having to be escorted by such. Such fraudulent and incompetent knights. 
All right. <clears throat> you sure you don't want any more of that swill before we head off? I'm quite sure. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'll take a look. Ridiculous. Take a couple more sips. Okay. <sighs> well, you guys, uh, you head down to the lake, and uh, Reynard and the men, they all, st- they all stand much further away this time <laughs> uh, than last time. And the woman, the princess, opens her mouth and begins to sing. And it's not nearly as beautiful as the singing of the the maiden of the woods. Roseanne Barr, maybe. (laughs) It's like Roseanne's, you know, Star Spangled Banner. Yeah, it's, but, uh, sigh no more, ladies, sigh no more, men were deceivers ever. It's just, it's just awful. Oh, you turn around, all the men of Uppington are wincing. Uh, Pelinor looks at you and shakes his head, you know, in, in disgust. But there's a ripple on the water, and a great head rises out, but slowly this time. And you see the otter-esque avonk, and it crawls up slowly onto the shore, and it lays its head down on her lap. And falls fast asleep. What do you guys do? This is an abomination. All right. We both sneak up, same time, and slice its head off. Uh, yes, well, you, you might, uh, you want to uh, headbutt it, uh, and I will uh, slice it with my sword. That sounds like a good plan. Okay. Well, the good news is, because it's asleep and utterly defenseless, you don't need to roll dice to do this. You can just narrate. Wait, did you what? Did you say utterly or utterly Oh, defenseless? I like what you did there. I didn't think of that. No, he's utterly defenseless. And you may narrate how you, how you dispatch the avant. I'm going to do like a... <clears throat> another sleeping... But, but this time it's going to be like a pile driver. Um, I'm going to jump up in there and flip upside down and come down on my head, right on its head. And then right after the, I do that, you chop its head off. Don't hit my head, though. Don't chop my head off. But, uh, but if I uh, accidentally slice one of the princess's legs, I will not be sad. No. Uh, unless she's done her job. Right, so uh, let's not worry about her. All right, well, yeah, you uh, leap up into the air, flip over, and uh, pile drive, thunk right into it. Madora comes up with his sword and slices its head off. Do you want to accidentally hit the princess while you're at it, Madora? Uh, no, but only because she'll just <laughs> complain about it. Yeah, she'll tattle. <laughs> It's not worth the, not worth the pain. Yeah. Right. Well, indeed, though the the Avonk's head comes clean off, and it uh, blood, of course, drenches the princess, and she screams, "You clumsy oafs! You disgusting!" And oh, brave, brave knights, cute, killing a sleeping creature, lovely. Oh, just lovely. Now look at me. Look at my dress. Arthur's going to hear about this. I absolutely demand that you clean and launder my dress. Meanwhile, though, the Avonk, when you look down at his body. It's slowly transforming and it's turning into the body of a man, a very handsome man, without a head. And you look down, there's a very handsome head of a man. 
And he looks up and he says, I say, I must thank you. I was transformed into the Avonk many long years ago by Morgan Le Fay. And, well, I'd just like to say, golly, I'm so glad that you sent me back to heaven where, where I belong. I can finally go and rest with my forefathers. Cheerio. <laughs> and then he dies. <coughs> See, princess, we just uh, freed a man. Uh, we knew what we was doing. Well, I'm uh, just I'm forced to launder my keep own. your clothes. You villagers, get over here! I demand that you launder my clothes instantly. Yeah. Where, where are you I'm going? Push her, the, you what? push her into the. Oh, splash! She splashes in the water. All the all the villagers cheer, and uh, and and we won't narrate out the entire journey back to Camelot. But you get you go past over the Avon River again by where. You know, under the shadow of the uh, Standing Stones, where Lancelot slaughtered the followers of the Knight of Black Velvet, and and where Mador had defeated the, the Black Velvet Knight. And eventually you find your way back to the gleaming city of Camelot, and you find yourself back in Arthur's presence. And he has not granted an audience to the, to the lady yet at all. But he says, I, I knew you would do this for me, my brave knights. And it has been many long days that I have waited here for you. But I thank you from the bottom of my heart for ridding, ridding the world of the terrible Avonk and perhaps restoring some hope and faith in the round table. And thank you for bringing the good King Pelinor back into our graces. Hopefully he has some wisdom he can impart. I now have another task for you. I have had a dream. Your wife... I mean, what... Okay. What was we your will not speak of. What was we your will no longer speak oh. of that event. I thought we agreed. What is past is past. No, I thought you hadn't. I thought you'd come around and wanted me to do something. No, it's not right. No, I have much more important business for you, Lancelot, and for you, Mador. I have had a dream. I have been commanded by God that the knights of the Round Table should seek out the Holy Grail. I charge you with the recovery of this sacred artifact. But that, my friends is a completely other story, as they say. And so, we'll wrap up... No, let's go right now. Right now. Another three episodes. Let's go. No, maybe someday we'll get back to your your quest for the the Holy Grail. But for now, we'll leave Arthurian Britain behind us and move on to uh, other things in the weeks ahead. Very good. And you, you will hear us next time on Goonies World. Goonies World. 